welcome to the Monday Night Wolf Stories. Your no-so crew goes on a little deep dive in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. We are coming off WWF's Unforgiven pay-per-view, and we're on the road to another one for WWF. <laughs> quick road. We're still a month away for Halloween Havoc for WCW. It's more like a... Think of it as a town. <laughs> Unforgiven is the town, but Rebellion is the suburb. We're not moving too far. We're not going Always far. Always rebelling the projects. <laughs> it's the ghetto. <laughs> no mercies, the suburb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I am your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with the human wrestling database, Corey Mack. It only hurts when I pee. I'm trying to come up with a catchphrase like you. It's tough. There's pressure. You might want to get that Should checked I out. workshop on that a little more? Yeah, get that checked out. Do it every week, baby. I love it. No, so's living legend, Mike Booble. Hi, everybody. September. It's hard. <laughs> I, well, I can see that from here. You might want to put that out. Sorry. Nah, leave it out, baby. Tuck it up, you know, and put it in, uh, in the straw. You Would know. you fuck me? I'd fuck me. We've already gone off the rails. September 27th, 1999. We are one day away. For my birthday in ninety nine. So what did you get for your birthday in ninety nine, Joe? What? What'd you get for your birthday in ninety nine? Um I don't remember. Oh come on, it wasn't that long ago. Just twenty one years. Come on, Joe. Uh I'm trying to think. Where was I living there? So um I think I got probably got like a sweet video game. Probably mayhem. No. (laughs) Yeah, mayhem. (laughs) No, not mayhem. You threw it back in your parents' face yeah. and said, Fuck Disowned you. him, moved out. Yeah, just, yeah. Fuck Get out of here. No, I don't uh, The boy became a man that day. I think I do I do remember me going to the uh putt putt. There it is. We used to go for uh, me and my brother's birthday. We Taking L's go. back then too, huh? It's weird. Yeah, sadly. So let's get into it, shall we? Let's go to WCW Monday Nights on this day. You were down. doing putt putt on this day? On this day, yeah. Okay. I see clearly. In September '99, I was probably doing Puff Puff, so we're not too far off. Do you know the Kid Rock and Scott Stapp were in a sex tape together? Please tell me there's somebody else involved. You guys, you guys know this at all? Excuse no. me, but is I'm there so some? Happy with so, is, is there someone else involved? They are not fucking each other. Okay, they are after the same concerts. At some point, there was a Kid Rock Creed concert, oh. and they're banging groupies. The tape. Only got released because somebody broke into Scott Stapp's house and found the videotape when they were robbing him. Yep. Sure, Kid Rock's happy. So, everybody listening, enjoy that image tonight of Scott Stapp and Kid Rock at a sex tape. Why enjoy gotta, that. Why you gotta do that to us? It's bad enough we're gonna be talking about this Nitro. Because I learned about this two days ago, and I'm telling fucking everybody. So <laughs> the way Joe reacted, it's like he's already seen the goddamn thing. Oh, no, I'm not. But I have something for uh, Corey. It's Ultra Four H. It's, it's Scott Stapp's dick. No. So there's a movie coming out. Yes. Okay. Um, it is a uh, in a Ronald Reagan biopic, starring Dennis Quaid. Who the fuck asked for that? Okay, but it's interesting, sir. It gets guys. It gets so much better. Okay. All right. Scott Stapp. Who we're just talking about is going to be in the movie. Okay. As Frank Sinatra. That's right. I saw the story. He's playing Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. The Creed guy <laughs> is old. <laughs> oh, <Mickey> blue eyes. <laughs> Corey, your thoughts? 
We'll get to Nitro later. Your thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm now, trying. notice this isn't for not well, Sinatra. And- New York, New York, New York. I'm really hoping he doesn't have to sing in the movie. I hope he does. Because uh, I want him a whole album. I can't picture this at all. Like, you can raise me higher, <laughs> New York. <laughs> there have been casting decisions made in movies before that have raised my eyebrow. Yep. That made me go. That's interesting. Yep. I don't see it. I really do not see this. I can't even picture how that guy. At least he was a kid rock. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Scott. Hey, he's going to be Dean Martin, okay? Jesus. Uh, There's a great SNL joke about it, by the way. You should look at it. You should Um, find it. It's fantastic. According to this. According to this article, uh, he's scheduled. Uh, and there was a s- scene at the Coconut Grove where Re- Re- uh, Reagan's tenure as president of the whatever stat were performed. The United States, <laughs> these United States of America, uh, at, as tenure as president of the uh, Actors Guild. Oh, okay, uh, staff will perform as Sinatra during the scene. Sinatra in performance mode was in an exercise in restraint. Um, Stapp told Billboard yeah, he had the steely Silas swagger and sheer presence command as a room. I got news for you. <laughs> Scott Stapp. That is a bold claim, sir. You are no Frank Sinatra. You're not, even, even, not even Nancy Sinatra. Not even Blue Eyes. Even if you play right? one in a I'm movie. Saying. You know, I, there's a side-by-side of uh, Sinatra as young and a fat Scott Stapp. They yeah, look alike. Yeah. I can, I can see it. Fat, fat Scott Stapp and young Frank Sinatra. Right, hear me out, Corey. We, oh, get, we get rid of Scott Stapp. We do cast him as Elvis. I mean, he can, he can... You ain't nothing but a hound. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> a jailhouse rock. Because I am a humongous Elvis Presley fan. Accurate. As you know. Yep. I will admit something. Big Creed fan, got it. Nine no, inches. I hate Creed. Ten inches. But the way he looks now, he could probably pass as later, like, last year of his life, Fat Elvis. Nope. That I could probably well, we see. We need to see him as Frank Sinatra. But I cannot see him as Frank Sinatra in any incarnation. That's so phenomenal. And it hurt me to admit what I just admitted to you. Yep. But at least I'm being real about what it. What if he was R.E. Uh, <laughs> no. In a Beatles biopic. No. <laughs> John? <laughs> Maybe a Rolling Stone. Ringo. Maybe a Rolling Stone. Keith Richards. Yeah, he totally played Keith. I'm Ringo. Which, by the way, 77th birthday recently, Keith Richards. He's still alive. He's. Are you sure he's not 109 years old? (laughs) He's 77. Are you sure? 77, baby. How is he younger than Donald Trump? (laughs) Cocaine, man. (laughs) How in the fuck is that possible? (laughs) Cocaine's one hell of a drug. (laughs) He's. He's lived about a. He hasn't done cocaine in 55 years. He's still only 77. (laughs) He's. He's lived at least... It's the snort of the ashes that he did of somebody that his keeps dad, him forever. His dad. Yeah. He snorted his dad's ashes. Yeah. yeah I lost smoke, too, pocket in a joint. In a joint so See? Uh, it, it goes like this. Maybe. I think it's fair to say it that every member... Confirmed. Yeah. Every member of the Rolling Stones has lived at least four to five lifetimes. Accurate. So, yeah. They're vampires. Speaking of vampires, let's get to... Also, Nick Lachey and David Boreanaz look exactly alike. So point that out. Yeah. Let's get to some wrestling, shall we, for this show. Dose W Monday Nitro. Now they could play each other. Twins. They've been in a movie together. Twins. 
They couldn't even care about Nitro. Yep. <laughs> it was terrible. We're in Atlanta, Georgia. Are we in the Georgia Dome? Phillips quite, Arena. Quite the, quite the debut in the old Phillips Arena. Really put their best foot forward. You know. Well, we start the show off with a limo showing up, and you hey, can see that hey, bright... Hey, Logan, you can, can I have an autograph? You see that bright yellow shirt from a <laughs> mile away. Like, Hogan can't get a dark limo? What the fuck, dude? You asshole. No, you can see the bright yellow shirt in the back of the limo, and oh, here comes Hogan, and then we have to do that old uh, Hogan trope of him walking out, and then the kids surround him. Is that your brother? I don't, he ain't black, is he? <laughs> So he signs some autographs, but he, then he just keeps standing there. Hey, Hogan. Waiting. Can I have your autograph? Waiting. Ridiculous. And then you hear that, and then Sting behind him as Sting attacks him with the baseball <laughs> Sting bat. Sting crouched down and talking to Hogan's ass. Yep. Can I have your autograph, Hogan's ass? My favorite part is the limo driver has to pick something up first, like a hat or like a handkerchief or something. Then he checks on Hogan. I already knew this was going to be a terrible nitro. By this. The first thing I thought of was what I asked Joe last midweek war stories with how they were pumping this match. There was no fucking shot we got that match. Nope. First motherfucking segment, I was like, well, there goes the fucking match. So that's cool. It's gone. Thanks, guys, you fucking assholes. Uh, we had a recap from last week. Goldberg challenging Sid to a match at Halloween Havoc. Sid agreeing. However, he has to go on to the... Uh, Goldberg, Goldberg has to agree to the terms of Sid... A.K.A. Don't, can't touch him, can't get within do, 10 do, feet. Do, do, do. Mm-hmm. If you want to be... Uh, we get the here. highlights, oh, the ending... The best guy song ever. We get the ending highlights of Benoit <laughs> and Sting, championship match, Luger costing Benoit the match. Uh, Sting, Luger, and DDP attacking Flair, Hogan making the save, but Austin attacks Hogan's knee. Um, commentary brings up that uh, Chris Benoit will be taking on the cat tonight. See, Austin attacks Hogan's knee. Sting. He said Austin. Did I? Yeah. Oh, my I was bad. like, what did I miss? Um, <laughs> like, this sure as fuck isn't the show I watch. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to make it cooler. No. Uh, Go- uh, Benoit is taking on the cat. Goldberg will be wrestling in the first hour again. Uh, hyping. They hyped the six-man tag match tonight of they, Flair. They really loaded that first hour again. Yeah. <laughs> Flair, Hart, and Hogan, maybe, versus DDP, uh, Sting, and Luger, the new uh, jer- uh Triad. You know what I thought of? I bet you it's because that's uh, all the TNT execs stay up for. Because it's, you know. Late. It's like, hey, let's put our really good show on and then we could fuck off for the next two hours. What you mean is, as late as the TNT execs stay up, what you mean is before they turn it to Raw. Yep. So, what I'm saying is, remember that hour of Fuck It that used to be on TV? Yep. That oh, is yeah. now a two-hour show <laughs> after the first hour of Nitro. It's just got to refine things. Yep. <laughs> Uh, hair versus ma- mask match as Bobby thinks it's Eddie Guerrero versus Psychosis. Nope, it's Eddie. And Tony's then he's like, "You mean Kidman?" He's like, whatever, whatever. Uh, Kidman. Uh, then he shows a hairless photo of Kidman. This was fucking off putting. The Photoshop was bad on this one. God, this was off putting. Why was there a big divot in the back of his head? Uh, let's go backstage. With, that. <laughs> let's go backstage with Mike Tanay, and he's with standing next to Hogan. Hey, Hogan, how you doing? As Hogan turns that medical attention, heads into the arena. He goes, not now, Mike. Not now, Mike. And then we see Sting uh, pounding his baseball bat on the table going, I guess the job isn't done yet. Smartest tail in the history of the business. Actually watching for an update. Yeah. All right. Let's go to our first match of the night. And it's a TV title match. The Cat versus Chris Benoit. However, the Cat comes out... Um, 
before as the cat's coming out, Bobby's going off about about people, the corporate people telling him what to do, and he's damn sick and tired of it. Yeah, fucking Bobby with a heel turn, out of nowhere. As Bobby's Bobby saying that, does he just heal always? Yeah, but now it's a heel turn on a heel turn. Bobby's mm-hmm. saying that he's now back, <laughs> like he was before. Back in black. Uh, the cat yeah gets the mic and yells that he wants a title shot tonight. Uh, doesn't care who, just bring somebody out because he wants some gold. Which they already I, announced it. Yeah, I was like, they, they, he loves that, but they already announced it like 10 minutes ago. And tonight, <laughs> as, as Ben Wallace storming down the ring, uh, Shivani's like, oh, you're going to get your title match tonight. I'm like, but yeah, you just announced it before he came out to the ring. Dogs are on the side of the house, but the cat, I'll play with it for a while. Yeah. Uh, cat throws a, a water bottle into water into Ben Wallace's face. Ono gets on the into the ring and jumps on the back of Ben Cat tries to hit Benoit with the red shoe, but hits Ono. Benoit hits the headbutt and then puts the cross face on the cat for the tap. Who cat? Tap Looking a little different. A little different. Uh, it's also just mm, he needs something different. He needs a change up. Even if I it's wish, just losing Ono, but something needs to change. I character. wish they would would have uh, continued him coming out, being super excited on who he's facing. I love Al Green. Turning Start out to, singing the song. It turns out that it's not, but you know, there's not fun, a lot of people. That was a fun, yeah. It's a waste of uh, the cat. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Uh, we get a promo for Halloween Havoc as one of our matches: Goldberg versus Sid. We get a montage of Sid destroying people. Um. Uh, our next match is Vampiro versus Buff Bagwell. Huh. Vampiro by himself. Hmm. Uh, yeah, just by himself now. Weird. As I call this match a fatal four-way, hear me out, hear me out. It's Vampiro versus Buff Bagwell and the referee versus his earpiece. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah what the f- Yeah, so who is this new ref and uh, is he already fired? Because <laughs> damn. I mean, they had to replace Mark Curtis eventually. Uh, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vampiro misses a leg drop from the top rope. Buff tries to hit an atomic drop on Vampiro, but totally misses his own knee. Completely. After doing an inverted one. So he was already standing there. Like, what are you. Christ. Uh, Vampiro goes for the superplex, but Bagwell pulls him, uh, just throws him off and hits the blockbuster for the win. God, he's so bad. It's not even. It's just ridiculous at this point. So I'm guessing that ICP is gone now at this yeah. point. Yeah. So uh, Team Deadpool is already dead after like a month. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Two months, actually. I knew it was coming soon because Vampiro changes his shtick. No, he changed. I'm trying to come up with a cool Spotify. Like, he changes the playlist he's listening to. Mm-hmm. Got rid of the gangster app and went towards more like classic old school punk. Hmm. Um, You'll see what I mean. Commentary brings up uh, hyping the uh, main event, six four, six world champions in this main event. Uh, also, hey, Goldberg's going to be uh, wrestling in the first hour. Uh, Bobby says Sid's on his way, and he has something planned for Goldberg, as Bobby is mad at a... Uh, as Bobby's mad. Um, uh, you, Tony starts hearing, th- uh, hearing stuff, then you hear, Tony... Tony, it sounds like Stang. Uh, darkness will come over WCW as we see a cloud of a cloud of a window with clouds behind Did it. Did you notice the voice? No. No. Okay. Uh, I got Shockmaster vibes. From I got voice. major Shockmaster. Uh, no, Black um, Scorpion. It, 
at the, at first it was very Black Scorpion, but then when he started talking, um, he couldn't keep that going, and you definitely got who it was. Um, and I was like, oh, it's it's time for this already. I, I, spoiler, if you tell us who it is, uh, you'll yes. never forget the name. Yeah. Mm. Think of um, think of Seinfeld. I was wondering when. Think of, <laughs> yeah. si- I was think when. of Seinfeld, and uh, George's uh, uh, kid's name. Yeah. Uh, but then all of a sudden, I'm th- in the pool. Then we go to a funeral home. With, this, yeah, this was weird. What the fuck, we man? Go to, we go to a funeral home with Luger, Lex Luger, standing over a casket. No, Elizabeth was standing. Oh, no, there's a woman standing over it with Lex Luger in the yeah. casket, in, inside the casket. Yeah. And then Luger's spirit comes out yeah. of the casket and standing over it. That's because he didn't agree with it. He's like, no, 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 we need to switch positions here. Yeah. Uh, then we see the casket being lowered into the grave. Come on, it was good, you know. With Luger and the lady standing over it. The lady. Well, hang on, I'll get to it. Then the lady comes out. It's a lady. And then, boom, plot twist, the lady's actually Miss Elizabeth. I mean, I don't know if that was much of a plot twist. And they've, She's been with him for like months. Yeah, the they were yeah. together like earlier in the year. Uh, just... According to... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Tony brings up that uh, Lex Luger is wants to be now known as the total package. Lex Luger's dead. Luger's dead. The package is in the ring. All right, Paul McCartney. The, it's the rebirth of the I package. Read Paul. Uh, they're both men are all about the package as he's posing in the ring. Uh, better than ever. Better than ever is Liz when she took off that black uh, tarp. Holy <laughs> God. I was like, oh. oh. Uh, yes. Macho, I can't say you downgraded with Gorgeous George, but it's not better than this. Nah. This it's is a like push. A, this is like a fine wine. Ooh. <laughs> More than Luger deserves, as history would prove. I'm know. surprised that... Um, where is this character change out of nowhere? I, I, typical WCW, yes, it is out of nowhere. But I will say he needed to do something. So I'm not against it. Maybe, I maybe, mean, maybe Doug gets to try it. All we know is Hacksaw. Because, like... Just hack. Just like the total package... <laughs> there it is. The total package, Lex Luger, with the, with the music he's been using the last five, four years. Um, it's fine, but you need something new. He came back, fresh coat of paint. I like the music. I like the posing yeah. in the middle of the ring. It's good. Also, Liz is there. Plus Liz. And if you keep wearing stuff like that. Yes, please. All for it. So I was all for it. It's a much needed coat of paint. Would you say... How about a, you, Joe? A new sheen. It is a new sheen on Lex Luger. I didn't oh, mind it. The total package. So yeah, get it right, ah, sir. Ah. I didn't mind the, flare. the total sheen. <laughs> um... The total sheen. The total I, didn't, sheen. I didn't mind it. I, I the sheen package. I want to know where it goes because I, I, I do know I was watching WCW here at the time, but sparingly. It's just him calling himself the total package. Yeah. Didn't really go anywhere. Uh, nothing. Okay. Uh, let's go backstage and check the doctor who's checking out Hogan as Hogan can't bend his knee, and Hogan Don't just worry. Tell, he tell, gets a second opinion. Yeah, <laughs> but first he goes, "All right, doc, <laughs> cut my pants because I got to bend my knee." 
Just uh, checking reflex. That's all it is. And by then we get a second opinion <laughs> as Sting comes in with a baseball bat, Doctor Borden, and attacks yeah. Hogan with it. And then the refs, like, and then the uh, mm-hmm. doctor's like, mm-hmm. "What was that?" Yeah. Like nobody cued him in. What's going on? <laughs> what the? Some clown came in and hit you in the knee. Where the fuck am I working? <laughs> I, I imagine like somebody didn't tell him, and he had to go to work the next day. He like. I swear to God, I was looking at Hulk Hogan's knee, and they're like, what? I'm like, I'm serious. He was there. And then some fucking asshole hit him with a bat I in mean, my office. The guy was a clown. He had paint on. Was... That's awesome. He's like, you know what? Random UA for you, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what has happened. I was just checking this guy. He said, cut his pants open. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, sir. And then that clown came in and attacked him. I'm going to need you to pee in this cup. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been UA in my life. Oh, you're going to pee in this cup, please. Thank you. <laughs> but I'm the doctor! Uh, let's go to our next match, shall we? Sagging off! God damn it. As it's Revolution member Dean Malenko with the Revolution versus Ray Mysterio Jr. with I the mean, Filthy Animals. I remember their past. Douglas says uh, they were watching his back, but Malenko tells him to go to the back as M- Mysterio also tells the Filthy Animals to go away. <laughs> And these eight people, there's one person who wants it to be a feud. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one nobody wants to be with. Sorry, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Uh, fast and furious action between the two. Uh, because, hey, both these guys know each other's moves. Uh, they have history. Ray goes for the ace. Uh, springboard Hurricane Rana, but Dean reverses it into a sit-down powerbomb. Ray spins around on Dean and into a backbreaker. Then we get a sweet picture-in-picture picture as a car shows up. And it's Sid versus... Uh, and Sid and Ray, Rick Steiner in a small ass white. Uh, <laughs> Hogan gets the limo, but they get the um, like a Taurus or some it's bullshit. Quite the, quite the uh, rental. Reference. It felt like those Shaq commercials where you never actually see him get in the car. Yeah, yeah. I was like, if I hadn't seen him drive up and get out, I'm like bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and Sid, Sid was Sid's in that the driver. Car. What? But I gotta say this: it's like high tower. You just take the seats out. So yeah. yeah, I gotta I'm say kidding, this, but. Comforts important. <laughs> yeah. This is this is vintage WCW that you're actually having. I appreciate a, that. I did. Uh, you're, you're vintage WCW that you're having a really good match going on. You but let's go, let's go back That's stage. Right. We couldn't have done this during Bagwell's fucking match. No, no. Let's go now. No. Ray and Dean butts in the seats. Uh, Ray jumps on Dean's shoulders and Dean just throws him to the ground. However, Ray wins with a roll up. Uh, to a fun, quick match between the two. Uh, there was no letdown in this match. For me, there was. Did you like it? No, just needed more. I know, like I, it was quick. It's it was more super to quick. Set the the storyline up. I get it. Yeah. So because of that, though, there wasn't a whole lot to the match. There was a lot of chain wrestling and then just a quick roll up for kind of nothing. Still better than a bagwell match. I mean, this mic stand is better than I go back. <laughs> yeah. uh, after the match, both men shake hands, and we go to commercial. We come back, and Hugh Morris and oh, Humorous. and Jimmy Hart comes out, and uh, Bobby's like, "All right, guys." Tony's like, "Hey, look at look at the card." Oh shit! Look who's up next. Because Bobby was gonna leave. Yeah, Bobby's like, "I'm gonna leave," but then he sees who's on the on the card. I'm like, "You I'm know, I'm excited. Anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not even gonna say who See, it is." Proof. Hugh Morris puts butts in seats. There yeah. it is. Bobby's like, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna tell anybody who it's going to be. I want them to find out. Which was the biggest tell as to yeah. who it is. Yeah, but then Jimmy Hart, Goldberg, get your ass out of here. It's like, 
Well, there goes that surprise. Uh, every week, by the way, this is the only segment he cares about is Goldberg. Yep. He is all in on Goldberg. He's fucking all out on everything else. Yep. It's it's funny because I remember it at the time thinking, yeah, he's kind of checked out. But he, is it Jim Ross AEW level or is Heenan worse? Heenan's worse. Because he so blatantly just doesn't give a fuck mm-hmm. about any of it. Uh, fuck, what was I going to say? That Goldberg's entrance was ridiculous. Think. Oh, good God. Oh, I my. Remember now. Uh, I have it in my notes. What would be longer, the match or Goldberg's entrance? Su- surprising the match. Uh, it's a rematch of his very first win in his streak. Yes, it is. Yep. September 97. Yeah. Um, oh. You know what? It's funny, too, because... Uh, fourth week of September, mm-hmm. September twenty second, and then September twenty seventh. Yep. I uh, I remember because when I watched that match live, I was shocked he kicked out of the Laffy Matter. I was yeah. like, oh, so this dude's winning. Yeah, this dude here, whoever this dude is. Uh, I look during Goldberg's entrance. I looked away, and he was still just got to the ramp. That's that ridiculous. That should be a pay per view entrance. Yes. On Nitro, he should be standing at the fucking curtain. Did either of you get the feeling? They were filming this entrance for a particular reason because he took forever. forever. Yes. And also when he was when he just came up on the entrance ramp and he was still behind the sea, he didn't move and waited until they panned around to the back shot. And then you heard somebody say something and then he finally started walking out. Mm -hmm. It feels like they were filming this for a particular reason. What a highlight reel. You know what I mean? Something Yeah, because Literally, I looked away. I they to be honest, they knocked on the door. Nap. I took a nap, and then you woke up, and he was still coming to the ring. Yes, um, Taker's like, "God damn, hurry up!" <laughs> so to start the match, this was a squash match. Our, uh, Goldberg does a one arm power slam, which Hugh Morris is a big boy. However, Sid comes down and hits uh, Goldberg with a chair. Um, t- my joke is that Goldberg blade his leg. Because like when he came when he got after he got hit with the chair he was bleeding on the leg I, I was think like he's that nuts, Meh. but then again punched the limo window yeah I was just yeah. we'll find out he probably did uh, Morris gets in a few moves uh, hits a elbow drop from the top rope Goldberg selling an injury shoulder injury um, from the elbow drop or, or the chair shot they don't say what uh, Morris pokes Goldberg in the eye and Goldberg takes a swing but to sell it and misses wildly. Uh, more uh, humorous goes for the no laughing matter and hits it, but Goldberg kicks out at two. Uh, Morris uh, hits a splash in the corner and then goes for it again, but then Goldberg spears him. Goldberg jackhammer win. Uh, Goldberg gets on the mic and calls out Sid, but Sid doesn't come out. So uh, go- Sid, you're next. Oh, the second you say Goldberg gets on the mic, I'm out. I was just remember when you said X Pac wasn't a good promo. Fuck, dude. Goldberg should never talk. Uh, we get in, speaking of somebody who shouldn't talk, uh, we, first we, we see an ambulance leaving, so that's probably Hogan. Uh, we get a Nitro Girls highlight of who we've seen so far in this contest. Uh, me and Gene's out with Kimberly and Paisley. Nope. Uh, we see, uh, the new girls talk and dance all the same thing, but they let Kimberly talk. Of course. And as you were saying, X-Pac and Goldberg. (laughs) Well, she's better of the anyone else that talks on this fucking group. That's she true. can at least hit the goddamn facts. Yeah. Uh, still waiting for uh, Bobby Bitter and Zuli. Still not yet. Ooh, still waiting. 
Uh, our next match, though, let's see if you, except for this one, Evan Courageous out versus Berlin. Super out. Yep. However, before the match even starts, before Courageous even comes out, Sting got up from the monitor for someone else to beat up. <laughs> yep. Uh, they show highlights of the Berlin and Scott Armstrong match from last week, and then that's. I don't know how to call those highlights. Well, they showed footage. It's the footage of that. <laughs> and they show footage of that. However, it's more of that Scott Armstrong standing over his brother to protect him. It was the so my, film. So the my assumption is it's Scott Armstrong or uh, Brad Armstrong versus Berlin. No, you'd, it's Evan Courageous. You'd be incorrect. That would be logical. <laughs> we don't do that also, here. Also, remember when uh, Evan Courageous owed one to Vampiro? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, Canadian. Vampiro, Prince Vampiro. Ikea. They're the Vampiro a- Protection Agency. <laughs> it's already done. Okay. Courageous flips over Berlin. Courageous flips over Berlin, falls to the ground, gets up and drop kicks Berlin. As all that's happening, Berlin, sh- Berlin is just standing there knowing, not knowing what to do. Courageous sucks. Can we just <laughs> throw that out here? I mean, Shimani's not a fan. You are correct. When you when your opponent is so incredulous, he legit doesn't know how to move because he's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, not uh, a good sign and, on live TV. And uh, one Alex Wright is very good at wrestling, so <laughs> yeah. when he's like, "I don't fucking know what to do with this," <laughs> I don't. Craig just didn't know whether to wind his ass or scratch his watch. He didn't yeah. know what the fuck was going on there. <laughs> uh, the bodyguard hits Courageous with the punch. Berlin hits the reverse neckbreaker for the win. Brad Armstrong comes out and attacks Berlin, but until Berlin and the bodyguard overtake him, so it's two on one. Hey, hey, Scott, where are you at? Your brother came out and saved you last week. He's taking a ref class. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage and we see uh, Goldberg looking for Sid, but runs into a guy who has Sid's car keys and takes him away. Hey, that's Moses, sir. Moses? Yeah. Okay. You know what else Goldberg should never do? Skits. Backstage vignettes. He almost shouldn't wrestle. He almost like shouldn't be here. <laughs> well, you know who else shouldn't be here? Oh. David Flair. Yeah, you don't fucking say. <laughs> as he's you on, don't as fucking he's say. on the phone trying to get a hold of Tori. Was this the moment you became the Filthy Animals' biggest fan? Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, she's not there, by the way. So let's go to our next match. As it's a ta- you be? as it's a tag team uh, championship rematch. As it's the Wyndhams. Kendall and Barry with Curly Bill and <laughs> Kurt Henning. They played the worst song. Versus Harlem Heat. Um, uh, rednecks help a lot. The other members of the rest of Texas Rednecks help a lot. A lot of sneak tax in this match. At one point, Bobby yells, the, the only per, only legal person in the ring is the ref. Um, back and forth match. However, this was a slow tag match. Uh, Stevie Ray hits Barry with the belt and... That's how they win the match. And Bobby's like, hey, Tony, can you say some fucking shit about that? Yeah. I was Tony's like, like, nah. He's like, oh, <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do to win. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck is happening? It reminded me of, uh, fuck, who was it? It was Jesse Ventura and whoever was on comments there Havoc. When Taylor hit somebody with a chair. Oh, uh, is it Tony? It was Tony. They had that same, essentially that same fucking argument. And that's not even the best Tony-Jesse moment. That's SummerSlam 89. When uh, Rude hits Warrior, or Warrior hits Rude with a chair on the outside. And Tony just is like, oh, yeah, got to do what you got to do on the outside. And Jesse's like, what are you talking about, Tony? You're an idiot. So he can just pull a gun out and shoot him. But if it's on the outside of the ring, it's legal. <laughs> You're even dumber than Monsoon. <laughs> Kill yourself. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage and we see Goldberg calling a towing company. 
Uh, I, so, so legitimately, I had I was like, "What the fuck is?" I had no idea where this was going. I was really? Like, oh. I had no idea. I was like, "What?" what? I swore this happened later because this just screams somebody else. You yes. Know what I mean? yeah. uh, by the way, uh, Thunder this week will be after the Braves game. <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, so Rick Snyder comes oh, yeah. down the one, ring. One of them gets ratings. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's not that. Uh, Rick Snyder comes down the ring and says that, uh, "Hey, Van Hammer, Sid has more business to deal with." So Van, uh, fuck Ham, you, Van Hammer. So come on out. I heard you call it sit out. Sucks yeah. to be you. He Sucks. doesn't do real light work. Sucks. Sorry, Hammer, but, uh, but come I'll on out. Anybody. Get because your ass out I'm going to beat your ass. You already took your move. What the fuck are you going to do? Didn't we, last week, on the, last week, um, midweek, when Van Hammer made the challenge, I believe I said, I, I want, we, we, I think it was Corey, because I said, I can't wait to see the battle of the Cobra, uh, <laughs> Cobra Clutch Slams. Yes. And, Corey, you went like, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah yep. Yeah. <laughs> I. To be fair, though, I just figured they'd just forget about it. But no, no. they were just like, no, this isn't important enough they to carry through. Jobbed him out about it. <laughs> uh, so Hammer comes down. They have we have a match. Uh, Van Hammer and Rick Steiner. Uh, Hammer does uh, again. I'm not gonna call it a match. Hammer. Hammer things. Ha- Van Hammer does three moves and poses, and Tony was like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, like he could have won. <laughs> Tony was like, you're an idiot. What are you doing? Like how, theoretically, both announcers have turned heel tonight. Yeah. Uh, Robinson grabs Van Hammer and allows uh, Steiner to get an advantage, and Tony's like, did you see that? Oh, fine, whatever. He, <laughs> he's just like, whatever. Uh, Steiner wins with the Steiner Bulldog. Uh, we get a recap from two weeks ago of Brett getting hit in the face by a baseball bat by the total package. Speaking of Brett, let's go to, I get maybe the shank of the evening. As it's Mean Gene in the ring, and here comes Brett Hart. Ugh. Hey, Brett, how's your face? Uh, it did, only took a couple didn't stitches. Didn't look great. All, all I can think, all, so I wrote it down when he first walked out, I was like, he is so checked out. He does not want to be here. Yeah. He is, there is nothing in those eyes. Well, he's, they've already lost the Hogan match because he's not the champ anymore. And he's about to have to put over a guy he can't stand and the same, vice versa. And let's just get to it. Flair comes out. And yep. Brett... It's now an afterthought. In the middle of the ring, proclaims Ric Flair to be the best there is, the yep. best there was, and the best there ever will be. Like, well. And I'm like, what are they doing to Bret Hart again? And uh, uh, as we were speaking earlier about Elvis, Hulk Hogan is the Elvis of wrestling. Yeah, Elvis, he's the Elvis Presley of wrestling. There, I was like, hmm, I don't know if I'd use that on Hogan, but okay. Um, yeah, he, he literally is sick, is sucking up and kissing ass is what I was trying to say, but I was trying to say it all at once. Without having a stroke? <laughs> yeah. Uh, to the other guys in the match. And Flair, in all fairness, Flair puts him over as the greatest of all time, too. And it's just, you can tell neither one of them mean a fucking word they're saying, and they don't want to say it. Like, you can't both be the greatest, so one of you isn't, just by logic. <laughs> then we get full tilt. <laughs> what? I thought the cat was in there, and I saw something come out. What the fuck's coming out of here? <laughs> then we get full tilt, baby. full tilt boogie tonight with Flair. As, uh, I'm here for it. I don't care. Uh, it's like half-hearted. Full tilt boogie. Well, because Brett was in the ring. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Flair just wants Brett to know that Flair and Hart were kicked DDP's Luger's and Hart's uh, and Sting's ass. Flair is amped. He's dropping elbow, knee drops, and a low blow. Imaginary low blows. As Brett just standing there and Flair yells, Elizabeth, if you want to get in the ring, I'll ride you too. Um, 
Brett then sucks up once again. Uh, there was only one Hogan. Uh, as, they're, as they're walking out, Bobby here. Yeah, what about Horace? Who are you to doubt, Horace? Uh, as they're leaving the ring, Bobby uh, says, uh, this will probably be the last night for Brett. He's a loser. Losers complain. And if you're not a winner, you don't complain. Ooh. Fuck. Literally, Bret Hart did nothing wrong to this company. What in the fuck is wrong with them? I gotta be honest. <laughs> History is proving Bret Hart right. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I call him a spade like, a spade, man. I, this shop isn't even there anymore. You can't even blame him for this horse shit. I get it. I I, I do not. I no longer will I give him shit for the bitterness. God we're, we're damn watching it, it every week. It's like, god damn. I mean, frustrated isn't the goddamn <laughs> word for it. You had a golden example to start over with him, and it took all of two weeks for you to just no, bury the fuck out of him. Giving again. his cash price to some other fucking asshole he doesn't like. <laughs> Who doesn't need it? <laughs> Woo! Uh, we go backstage with David talking with Tori. That worked me up. I'll, I'll calm you down here, guys. Um, uh, David's talking with Tori Wilson. Oh, yeah, but Tori's is with the filthy animals. As Tori tells on. David that she's uh, not there right now. She's not feeling good. By the way, did either of you see the... Uh, I'm assuming it was an Instagram picture, but I saw it on Twitter. Of her decorating her Christmas tree this past week. I did not. Yes. She's a goddess still. Yes, yes, I did. Uh, so David's questioning her whereabouts as she has he thinks he can hear people in the background, and she's telling him to be quiet. And David hangs up on her. She's like, he just hung up on me. And Kidman's like, oh well. <laughs> I, that dude, they're so fucking stoned. They don't care. You know, actually, I'll get to that's my point later. I'll get to it later. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, we see Sid asking for his car keys, and the, and Moses is like. Uh, Goldberg has your keys. He's like, oh, Goldberg. It's like, oh, Moses. <laughs> He's like, Goldberg. Oh, good God. Moses. <laughs> this is the best part of the night. I was like, what is this? All my children shit we're doing. What the fuck is this? It was Moses. <laughs> Moses looked like he had a rough day at work. Yep. Uh, let's go to our next match, day. guys, shall we? Conan. That's right, Conan. Why? Versus Saturn. No. Thank God. Okay, remember what I said last week? Yeah. You thought my, my ultimate <laughs> fear. I was Sagging off. You got to you got to pause on the S. Against Sh- I Shattered is, is correct. I sat on the edge of my seat like please don't let it be, please. I know it's a, a fucking revolution, dude. Please don't let it be him. It wasn't. But also, let's take a moment. What the f- Fuck is Conan wearing? Fubu pants. Uh, a banana suit. Yeah, it really was, works to the banana stand. It he was is Michael Bluth. It was terrible. There's always, always money in the banana always, stand. I haven't seen it. How much is the banana? Ten dollars? Whatever. <laughs> Man, the first three seasons are great. It's fucking great. The next three, not good. <laughs> yeah, don't watch those. Leave, need, the memory, leave the memories alone. <laughs> I need to watch it. You really Portia do. Rossi. Um. Ooh. Conan oh, goes. You, Conan yeah, goes you. for the rolling clothesline, but Saturn catches him and hits a T-bone suplex on. Uh, back and forth match between the two until Chavo, Psychosis, Silver King, and Hoovy run down and they begin to brawl. The filthy animals come out and then begin to fight. How many people are filthy animals feuding with? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> then the revolution comes out, but Shane Douglas pulls, pulls Saturn from out of the ring, and then it looks like Saturn's going to throw a punch. Uh, the revolution's arguing with each other. 
Douglas to Malenko saying, you need my help, but you didn't take it. He needs my help. And Saturn saying, I don't need your help. We have, that's quick. Boy, they're supposed to be the big baby face group. <laughs> Is something wrong with uh, Senor uh, Shane Douglas? Oh, yeah, he's fucking, I've told you. Well, no, 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 I know he's terrible. But, no, like, he, he's, he's like wearing, broken down. Like, he just. He has, like, an arm sleeve yeah, on. He's, he's fucking hurt again. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's, he's, he's broken down. I, I, it's, in one way, I feel bad because it's, he's not the fault. It's, it's his body's giving up on him. It's as simple as that. But holy fuck. Yep. Sergeant off. It was good times. I just remember that Saturday Night promo. Well, you can use some of those words on TV. Uh, we go backstage with, and we see Sid checking on his car, and his car's still there. But he's still wondering where his keys are at, so he leaves. Then a tow truck shows up. Uh, we get a montage of uh, Luger staying in DDP, attacking Flair. Sorry, the total package. Uh, right. Then we see Goldberg show up with a tow truck and telling the driver, you know what to do. Make sure the car's back here by 11. Um, let's go to the ring with Mean Gene as he calls out his favorite three-time champion, DDP. Yep. Uh, two times. Two times. Two times. Oh, three times. <laughs> two times. Uh, we're the, actually, this is ramp. He gets ramped today. No, he called him this three times. I know he called him it. Yeah. But it's like- I, oh, I know. Uh, in my, oh, because uh, DDP makes sure he ca- says, like, I'm your favorite two-time um, DDP says um, they love him, and then G, uh, Gene asks why. Oh, he asks Gene why, and Gene's like, "Is it, it's not because of your personality or your wit?" <laughs> and you know, they they love me because I'm married to the hottest natural girl, Kimberly. I mean, Chase a thing, so you're not. But yeah, they, right? they hate me. They hate me. There's that. Gene's like your ego. Two at best, maybe three. They hate him because of his ego, according to Gene. But no, it's because he's married to the hottest natural girl. Although Kimberly. whisper is gone, so. Uh, why won't they forget me, Gene? Spice. I know why, because you're married to no, Kimberly. Spice? spice? Zulu. No, they're all spice. Gene, mm. uh, uh, DDP once again, they won't forget me. Gene's like, I know why, because you're married to Kimberly. And Gene, DDP's like, no. It's how great the... the... It's like, no, it's because I'm your favorite two-time champion. DDP talks about how great the three of, the, of hit, they are. Of his new triad members, I guess, of him, the package, and Sting. Uh, Flair and Hart don't compare to them. Fuck you, Canyon and Bigelow. Right? Uh, Flair, Hart, and Hogan don't compare to them three, and then Gene becomes Mr. Hogan's number one fan and goes off on DDP about how Hogan's the best there is, best there was, the best there will be. In a way. Uh, we got, we yes. cut... Th- he is so clearly just trying to be the rock. He's not funny. He's not good on the mic. The fans don't give a fuck. I'm gonna post it's something else so to you too. Lame. That's so fucking dumb every week. It seems like he doesn't really want to be there either. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like he's into playing this character. It's like a dare I say it's almost a directive. Not necessarily his idea. Uh, it's not, but I've heard enough interviews with him. This is actually him. Oh, no, he's an, so, arrogant, he's an arrogant, conceited he's guy. He's arrogant dick. So, I think he just not want that, that personality on TV. 
No, he could be a pretty arrogant. Yeah, he's yeah, whatever. He does a lot of good things for people, but he's still a He'll let you know about it. Yeah, he's <laughs> self promotion. He'll make sure and sell you on that he does the good things. Uh, we cut to the crowd, and the Blues Travelers uh, lead singer, John Popper's in the crowd, and he bites his drink and breaks it. Well, did we skip the ZZ Top? Yeah, ZZ, oh, ZZ, ZZ Top and uh, yeah. Leonard Skinner. Yep. Yeah. I don't, what I'm shocked about is they actually acknowledge these people. That's very un And They were there the whole night. You could see them clearly yeah. in the crowd. Uh, we get a recap from last week's uh, Nitro with Chavo making a hair versus mask match with him not being involved. Uh, so hair versus mask match with a barber on the stage. Psychosis versus Kidman. Uh, we get a Nitro special here. Uh, Kidman begins to pull the mask off, but Chavo and Hoovy run down to distract Kidman. Psychosis with a top rope Frankensteiner. Kidman is lying on, laying on the top rope, and Psychosis hits a spinning heel kick on when he's laying there. Kidman goes to the shooting star press, but Hoovy pulls Psychosis out of the ring. Ref argues with Hoovy while Chavo is hitting a spinning DDT off the turnbuckle. Kidman runs Psychosis into Chavo and gets a roll-up for a two. Ref's distracted and Hoovy hits a Hoovy driver on Kidman, but Kidman gets out at two. Psychosis goes for a powerbomb, but Kidman reverses it and hit reverses it with the face uh, buster. Hits Chavo, hits Hoovy off the apron. Kidman hits the shooting star press for the win. Then Kidman instantly begins to rip the mask off, but Hoovy gets in and attacks Kidman. Kidman hits a running bulldog and rips the mask off. Then the filthy animals come out and makes the save. Shocking that Kidman didn't lose. <laughs> I honestly did not know that Psychosis lost the mask. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were not cutting. Yeah, they were not cutting. Oh, no, 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 no. I knew 100% Kidman doesn't lose the hair, but I thought I never knew Psychosis lost the mask. I was thinking there'd be some... WCW uh, shtick that um, Psychosis would keep the mask. No, he lost it. And uh, let's just say it doesn't work out as well for him as it did Rank in uh, Hoovy. Yeah. I, so when these guys would like go back to Mexico, would they just retcon it and just put the mask back on? No. No. no, were they not allowed back in Mexico? Yeah, no, they're allowed back in, but they're not allowed to put the mask on. Uh, it's the losing the mask is taken super seriously there. Jesus. I remember when there was some controversy in two thousand two or three. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what year WWE did a tour of Mexico, but there was some debate as to whether Ray Mysterio was going to be allowed to wrestle with the mask on because he put it back on in the E, right? Uh, because he had lost the the match in WCW and mm-hmm. you were not allowed to just put your mask back on. That's it, once you lost it, you lost it in Mexico. Weird. Is Japan the same way? No. no. You can lose it there and just eventually put it back on. Maybe not right away, but, right. Yeah. but in Mexico, no, that's sacrilegious. Interesting. So they lost it. Uh, you know, and plus they lost their gimmicks. Well, psychosis did. And La Parca, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, we go backstage and we, see, and we see the heels walking. Oh, they should never lost them. Um, we see the heels walking and then you see DDP. You can, I don't know if you guys heard him, but I heard him go, hey, there's a red light. Yeah, they all stopped. The heels, they did not know that they were live. They nope. were on camera. This is, remember, this is, okay, if you ever notice, WCW did not do backstage stuff. 
hard labor. They're starting now. Mostly because... It's just the way the business is going. More backstage yep. stuff. But they don't know how to do it. So you're going to see a lot of mistakes and fucked up shit on the back over the next like, three months. Because everybody who is there hasn't done it. Yep. They, just, they just don't know what to do. Exactly. Yeah, cool. As we can Let's see here by all the, the your top main eventers, they don't know what to do when the camera's on backstage. <laughs> Got it. Um... We see the heels walking the stage. Then we see Flair leaving his locker room. Tony questioning the whereabouts of Hart and Hogan. So our main event. Sting, total package, DDP versus Bret Hart and Ric Flair in a handicap match. Um, during the match, Flair to, uh, tells the ref to look at uh, the package and uh, <laughs> DDP. <laughs> and DDP. <laughs> That sentence is correct both ways. Yes. And, uh, and. Come on, Angel, look at the package. <laughs> hey, go look at the package Whoa. as any, as then Flair low blow sting. Um, the, the three men, uh, the three heels control most of the match. Flair gets in and takes out all three. Flair has sting in the figure four. Elizabeth gives the, the package the bat. And then the package chokes Brett <laughs> with the bat. And then hits Rick with it. Then David Flair runs in and tries to make the save, but is overpowered by the package. They cut backstage, and then you see the ambulance is back and it's empty. Sting has Hart and the Scorpion Deathlock, and the package has Flair in the torture rack. Crowd's chanting for Hogan. Here comes limping Hogan to try and make the save. And he does as he, as he takes out all three men on one leg. Of course he does. Hogan hits them all with a bat, but Sting gets away before he gets hit. So, of course, your top big three heels gets taken out by a one-legged... Guys, we never talked about this, but don't you understand? This is the living realization of a no-sell entertainment dream. Yep. We're looking at that one side of the ring. What do we see? Page, the package, and the commish. Yep. All on one team. There it is. You don't get any better. You know what? And, and the reboot's never as good. That's true. It didn't work. It's terrible. This was terrible. Uh, fuck you, Terry Balea. Creative you, work for him, brother. You fucking... You don't have to take the fucking pin, dude. <laughs> fucking pin Bret Hart. Fuck it. His career doesn't matter anyways. Not to anybody in that company. But, like, you can't just fucking... If you make your world champion look good... Then your fucking match means something, you fucking dipshit. But no, you have to pull yourself out of the fucking match so you don't look like a bitch, and you come out here and beat the fuck out of all the heels by yourself on one leg. Let's be honest. Eat a dick. Since the heel turn, they've booked Sting as the most incompetent, worthless, terrible heel champ in the history of the business. I mean, just nonsense. Total incompetent. It's BS. Hey, guys. I got something for you. What? We're not doing... Oh, I know. I just wanted to say fuck you to Hulk Hogan. Okay, that's good. Fucking what about his asshole. wife? She's a real oh, bitch. Oh, she's a too. real bitch. She probably booked this fucking card. Goddamn asshole. Um, we <laughs> we nicked the first ring out. We, we cut backstage to uh, Sid as he I'll has a thing. <laughs> it's impossible. We well, we're about to witness something that Nick's used to. Um, we <laughs> go backstage with we seeing Sid 
walking with oh, it. Take his car. I got it. Yeah, going to his car, <laughs> and then he realizes that his car has been crushed, squashed. Goldberg. <laughs> oh my God! What what happened to my car? <laughs> Goldberg. Goldberg. <laughs> so yeah, so we end Nitro with with Sid jumping up and down on his crushed car, yelling for Goldberg. Which, it's not even his car, it's a rental, you dick. But what's better, if if I was Sid, this is ridiculous. So if I was Sid, I would just kind of go off script and be like, but Rick Steiner was napping in the back seat! <laughs> oh! Where's Rick? <laughs> Rick, where are you? Murder! <laughs> Murder! Yeah. So that was Nitro. That's an exhausting Nitro. It was. It went. We not went a good way. No, it was not a good no. show. Show was fucking stupid. Let's see how the night after Unforgiven goes. Can't go worse than that. WWF. We're in Greensboro, North Carolina. Hmm. We set the show off with some sweet photo stills from North the, Carolina. Carolina. Thank you, uh, Justin Roberts. Uh, we go to get some Unforgiven main event photo stills. Uh, we see uh, from earlier today that Vince and the refs have agreed to the uh, agreed to uh, have the refs come back, and we agree that the refs have more power. And oh, 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 oh. me thinks that's not going to last. My favorite thing is the uh, the 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 ref that went over the picket line with the Corderas with Corderas with it's the arm brace. Up. Oh yeah, <laughs> holy. Sorry, I haven't seen Kenny Man in a there. while. He looks like a crypt yep. keeper. Well, they fired like 900 people, so yeah. have somebody fucking TV. Uh, we saw a show off with a promo, guys, with it's Triple terrible. H in China. Um, Triple H starts the promo by telling the fans that they can kiss his ass. That's a good um, baby. I gotta tell. I gotta be honest. I don't. I uh, gr- watching as history goes on, and people make fun of Triple H's promos because of him going, "I'm the gamer." I really never noticed that growing up. But I noticed it really hard in this promo. Yeah. Ah, I actually think a lot of people didn't until The Rock pointed I've it out. I've got a 50-pound yeah. nose. Uh, if The Rock didn't slept for a wife. <laughs> if The Rock didn't, if The Rock didn't, I was the same way. Yeah, yeah. Once he pointed it out, I was like, "Hmm, yep, fucking Pop Warner shit." Over uh, um, Triple H proved last night that uh, the five guys in the ring are not even in his league. Uh, Triple H loved the fact that uh, Austin was the one that had to make the three count. Uh, Street justice that he, you know, that The Rock was the one that got pinned. Uh, Austin is next on Triple H's list. Uh, he will not sleep until he beats Stone Cold. However, the British Bulldog comes out. Bur- bur- the, 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 I'm having that stroke. God damn it's, it's catching. It's catching. Bulldog says that Triple H and him made a deal. If either one of them won the titles, they would give uh, win the title. They would give the other one the, a title shot on Raw. Uh, Bulldog says that he bailed Triple H out on SmackDown. Uh, I gotta say, I uh, one thing I liked about this. I don't know if you guys caught this. Is when Bulldog's talking, they're doing the wide shot, so you see both men. However, the Tyntron, it's just Triple H's reaction. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cool shot, just like. You see everything that you want to do. I like it. Uh, Triple H is like, uh, Bulldog's like, I came back to the, uh, to the WF to get a title shot. I want the title. So you're going to give me my match tonight. And Triple H is like, huh, I lied. <laughs> it sucks to be you, pal. Uh, Bulldog, Bulldog says they can either uh, 
he can either take him out now or take him out later on Raw, so it's up to you. And Triple H's like, screw you. So Bulldog's like, I knew that would be your response, and then attacks Triple H. China helps, and they double-team him. Then the refs come out and stop them. Uh, Vince comes out. Vince says that Triple H will defend that title tonight, but it won't be against the Bulldog. It will be against the man that the Bulldog screwed on SmackDown and at Unforgiven, The Rock. Oh, God, thank you. I was afraid we wouldn't get another Triple H Rock match. I need to be excited about it. JR, wait a minute. I thought that was Stone Cold's match. Shut up, you cuck. <laughs> uh, commentary. Hey, we have a couple matches tonight. Uh, Chris, so. Je- Chris Jericho versus The Big Show. It's hmm. a good tag team. It's your Nitro special. The New Age Outlaws has an open challenge. Ivory versus Mae Young and oh, Moolah in fuck. an evening gown match. Fuck it. Cool. Uh, we can recap a heat. Ivory making fun of Moolah. Moolah slapping her. Then them getting involved at the uh, at uh, Unforgiven. Yeah. So I love the way that like they only do photo stills from main events. Everything else they just show you what the fuck happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, later on, the Slam of the Week. It's the ending to the Mark Henry and Delorean Brown match. It's like okay. that's not even photo. Uh, that's not even uh, uh, photo still. Uh, we go backstage with Jeff Jarrett talking to Tom Pritchard. We see Mankind walking in with somebody under a blanket talking to somebody, holding balloons, saying that Rock would go bananas when he sees their face. Banana. Banana. Uh, earlier, Then we see earlier today, uh, Stephanie and uh, Test looking for tuxedos, and Test doesn't want no part of this wedding planning. However, the crowd pops when he walks out wearing his tux. It's crazy. Crazy to me that that. How did they not see that they had something they could have capitalized on? Well, uh, <laughs> somebody did. Uh, point, well, uh, at least the ladies pop. But you know what I mean? Like the big guy can't work. Uh, it blows my mind just thinking about current day wrestling. And if they did like a wedding thing and they did that shot, no one would give that reaction. No. But at night, because women actually watched the product back then. And at this time, and at this time in '99, the fucking crowd goes crazy when he comes out in a fucking tuxedo. Uh, we get a promo with Jeff Jarrett with uh, Miss Kitty and Tom Pritchard. Jarrett wants Deborah and China to accept their match, and I'm like, "What? They accept their challenge?" I'm like, "What challenge?" He ha- he wants a a battle of the sexist tag match, as it's gonna be Jeff Jarrett and Tom Pritchard versus China and Deborah. That seems not fair. <laughs> yeah, I know. Then that one that with this promo, it sounded, best worker in the match is Tom Pritchard. Uh. In this promo, I'm like, okay, so here comes China. Whoop, nope, Jarrett music hits, and then they walk up. I was, it was a weird uh, weird promo, because it is no segue. But let's segue to our first match of the night. Big Show versus Chris Jericho with Curtis Hughes. Uh, Jericho gloats about ending Shamrock's career. Uh, Jericho's history so far in WF. Uh, career injury. For Road Dog and and uh, ending the career of Shamrock, but then Prince Albert shows up for commentary. Albert wants to make a name for himself, so he's going to start off with a big show. Uh, Jericho uh, runs into the show. Show picks him up and throws him up in the air. Uh, he gets hang time for that one. He Hughes gets involved, but Show knocks him down. Jericho takes down Big Show and uh, 
put some type of armbar on him. I don't know what he was trying to do, but Big Show then just lifts up Jericho and throws him. Albert's like, I'm not impressed. Uh, show has Jericho up for a choke slam, but Albert does a drop kick on the show. Jericho and Hughes leave, but Road Dog runs down and attacks Jericho, but Jericho gets away. Uh, part that I want to bring out that was before the match, it was during Jericho's like pre-match promo, was where he called Big Show the biggest waste of sperm ever. I was like, <laughs> holy God! <laughs> That's... Oh, boy. Okay, then. I know that he that he injured Road Dog. Yeah. But unless this is building to an Outlaws versus Jericho and Hughes match, yep. why are they continuing this? He's a tag champ now. Yep. Move on. He's moved on. They need to move on. Yeah. I... Waste of sperm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see, <laughs> we see uh, backstage Mankind saying that Rock's going to go nuts. But then we see Stevie Richards dressed up as Dude Love asking if he can steal his gimmick. He's like, oh, you can't. I'm already Mankind. And he's like, no, no, not Mankind. Uh, you can't be Cactus Jack. He's like, no, no, let me be... Uh, dude Love. Let me be Dude Love. And Mankind's like, ah, sure, run with it. And he leaves, and he's like, he's going to get all the ladies with that guy. <laughs> no, no, no. So Stevie, Stevie Richards wanted the ladies, and Mick was like, the ladies hated it. That was oh. the whole point of the gimmick. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we see Austin headed to the ring. Then promo, uh, we get a promo with China accepting the match and tells Deborah to stay away. Stone Cold comes out that he's pissed off, guys. He's pissed off that The Rock's getting his title shot instead of him. Vince wants Austin to come. Uh, Austin wants Vince to come out to explain himself. Vince comes out. Austin said, "Hey, I re- reinstated you, and now and reinstating you so I can get a title shot. Now I'm not. What the hell's going on?" Vince says that Austin's going to get the title shot, but he didn't say when. Vince says Austin will get his title shot at the next pay-per-view. No mercy. Uh, Vince, uh, Austin tells Vince if he changes his mind, because I know you might, if, but if you do, I'm going to get my hands on you. Uh, then we get the GTV of the after the posse ran their train on Terry. <laughs> Fuck. No, they fucked Pete Gas over. Pete Gas got screwed. Not by Terry. No. Fucked up. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't can my man's get some love? Please. I would have fucked around for some further action. Joey Abs has got done, but it looks like Rodney got done, and there was Pete Gas this time, but then Terry's like, I got something for you guys to do. And then they're like, nah, you can hit the bricks. And then Pete Gas is like, you bastards. Joey Abs is essentially like, you like pancakes? Well, then pancake your yeah. ass on out here. <laughs> Uh, we get a promo for Unforgiven, rent it by you know tomorrow on Tuesday and stuff. So this, by the way, this promo they just showed the fucking highlights of the match. Yeah, I was like, yeah. well then there's yeah. no point to that. Yep. So uh, we see backstage, we see Rock and Triple H getting ready, pacing back and forth. So our next match for the European Championship, Steve Blackman versus Delorean Brown. Uh, DeLorean Brown's walking down the ramp, shaking his head, neck like he always does, and King's like, "Need he, that guy needs to get his neck checked out." <laughs> uh, they show uh, the clip of the week is they show how D'Lo, D'Lo won the freaking match yep. title. Uh, re, uh, Jimmy was Cordaris uh, is the ref, so he's in a sling. Uh, then Draws comes out to join commentary. Draws walks out. He walks out. He walks out. He better get all the... Yeah. Say that they all forgot about him. walking. 
They said that they uh, they forgot about him, so he just wanted to get his face on TV. Yeah, he's like, Craig didn't have anything for me, brother, so I'm out here. <laughs> like, Jesus. Uh, match goes for a bit. They fight on the outside. Black man gets a kendo stick and attacks D-Lo. <laughs> Black man walks over the head security and then starts attacking him with the kendo stick. Draws attacks D-Lo, and the uh, announcers say that Draws puked on D-Lo. But then, as D-Lo's getting attacked, Mark Henry runs down and makes the save on DeLorean. But DeLorean wants none of it. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah. Also, well, they, they did the, the quick angle they wanted to do, and now put it back together. Gross. He used to get puked on. Hard oh, pass for me, dog. Yep. Um, man, we go backstage with Mankind telling the person, uh, talking to the person under the blanket, uh, telling him not to be worried. Uh, we see during the break of Mankind walks in Austin, Austin, he invites Austin to the party, and Austin's <laughs> like, no, nah, Mick, I'm good for the night. Thanks. <laughs> we change your mind. You know if we change your mind, we're me. <laughs> so, Mankind heads down to the ring. Oh, I can just lay back now. <laughs> By the way, I'll just let you guys know now, we're 42 minutes into the show. Yep. Yeah. 42 minutes. Top of the hour. Top of the hour. Uh, Mankind wants to make up for the what he did to the Rock last night, putting Mr. Sacco on the Rock. Uh, Mankind couldn't sleep last night, so he wanted to make sure that the Rock and Sock connection was still good. Uh, Mankind tells him to hit the Rock's music, and if he comes out, everything will be fine. But if he doesn't, then it'll probably be the end of the Rock and Sock connection. Rock's music hits, and then uh, Rock, Rock comes out. Uh, Rock says last night he got screwed for the title, but tonight he has his title shot. And so Mankind's like, so you're not mad at me? Mankind says, well, that's good, because Rock, this is your life. Confetti, balloons fall. Yep. Spare no expense. Uh, Mankind's like, I have some special guests for you, so let's hear voice number one. A voice, an elderly woman's voice comes out, and it turns out to be be the Rock's home mech teacher. Uh, Miss Schubert is on the... the, uh, (laughs) Name card. However, they keep calling her Miss Griffin. They got the teacher and the subject wrong. She was also an English teacher on the card. Yeah. (laughs) Checks out. Checks out. Um, Rock brings... She wants a hug, but Rock stops her and Rock's like, Hey, in Home Ec, the Rock always wanted to make pancakes, but you always wanted the Rock to make chocolate chip cookies or blueberry muffins. She promised one day that The Rock would be making pancakes, but when that day came, they were out of Aunt Jemima. Uh, tells her to check her Aunt Jemima, uh, no pancakes, ask him to the SmackDown Hotel and get the hell out of the ring. Uh, Mankind uh, has another voice play over the headset, and it turns out to be The Rock's high school football coach, Coach Hart. He comes out to Luger's... Uh, Theme music when they did the... Uh, the narcissist. N- no. It was the Hero One. Oh, that's right. That's right. When he was Mr. America. I guess that's Yeah. <laughs> we um, was running together. Rock remembers the last game they had. Uh, cu- the During the match, the uh, during the game, the uh, quarterback went for a high five, but the Rock DDT'd him. <laughs> the, uh, the coach made him run sprints in, after the game and embarrassed... Uh, the Rock in front of all the Rock's fans. Uh, the Rock notices the whistle that the coach has. He's like, can you blow that for me one more time? Thank you. And then tells the Rock, the, you can stick that uh, whistle straight up your candy ass. 
Mankind's face when uh, Rock's telling him this is just like, what is happening? Uh, Mankind looks at the coach and goes, hit the bricks, you jerk. How could you do that to the Rock? At a, uh, how could you do that to the Rock? Mankind, here, and this is what I forgot, but I like. Rock's like, hurry up, man. That's strike two. I have something important tonight. Let's move it along. Mankind's like, I got one more thing for the millions. And the Rock stops him. And shows him and don't you ever do that again. He sells on that, but he's like, "Let me show you how it's done." And then he's like, "The Rock goes and the millions," and then the crowd does it. But you can hear Mankind go millions. <laughs> we hear another voice, and it turns out to be the Rock's high school sweetheart. Rock begins to tell a story about how uh, she wanted the Rock to go to second base, so the Rock would put his leg, hand on her leg and start going up. And then she cut him off at second base. Instant heat. Nuclear heat with that crowd. <laughs> Rock says that, uh, that she wants to know if she wants to go one-on-one with the great one. Where if, she, if she does, where she can serve herself a piece of poontang pie. And that is when Lawler loses it. Fucking lost it. What kind of pie was that here? Poontang pie? What? What? He lost it for the rest of the night. Just that one word, Poo-Tang Pie. Rock tells her to get her Poo-Tang ass out of the ring. Uh, Rock is having enough, but Mankind apologizes. He's like... Can I cut off him? Yeah. My favorite line of the night is McFoley. Yeah. I had no way of knowing your teacher was a, was a bitch. <laughs> your coach was a jerk. jerk and your, f- your girlfriend was a total skank. Like, out of McFoley. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I love that part. Like, him's like, I apologize. I didn't know these people are assholes. My favorite line's coming up. But then The Rock. Uh, but Mankind has presence. It's time to open The Rock's presence. The people's presence. The people's presence. Uh, Rock opens up the first one, and it's a rock and sock jacket. Didn't they sell these at one point? I don't, I don't think, think so. Because so. those would have been popular. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, Mankind has the crowd chant, rock and sock. Uh, Mankind has op- uh, Rock open another one, and it's Mr. Rocco. It's just a sock with uh, face painted Rock on it. Uh, Mankind then introduces Yuple the Clown. God damn it! Uh, King and Lawler were, were, were <laughs> King. Both King and Law, uh, King and Jarrah were hoping that the Rock would hit a rock bottom on her. Uh, Rock wants to know, hey, I didn't know what your name was. And Well, I mean, it doesn't matter what your name is. Uh, Mankind, uh, it's like, it does matter. Uh, Mankind said what he went through to get the, all this done. It does matter. Mankind has Yurple sing Happy Birthday to the Rock. Then they bring out a Rock's bir- the birthday cake for the Rock. And That's Rock's birthday is like, Mick, my birthday isn't until May 2nd. You idiot. <laughs> yeah, he goes, uh. The rest of people, I get it, but from you, Mick, The Rock's birthday is May 2nd, you stupid son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Mankind, Which is the entire reason I know when The Rock's birthday is, is from this promo. Rock's and, uh, Mankind's like, well, I know when your birthday is, but every time we're together, it feels like it's somebody's birthday. <laughs> then all of a sudden, Triple H runs down with a sledgehammer and tries to take a swing at The Rock, but he rolls out. As they have a stare down, The I don't know if you guys noticed, but Triple H was stuck in the balloons. Yep. It was. It became a match between him and the balloon. So that was Vince sending Triple H to like end the segment. Is what that was, because <laughs> it ran just a little over. Twenty-two minutes uh, as we're at one hour and seven minutes into the show. I love the story of this though. So he was a 
apocalyptically pissed at them. Yeah. They were in so much shit when they got back through that curtain until the next day. Until that giant fucking segment rating came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got a promo for SmackDown. Uh, the new H Outlaws come out and they want to make an open challenge. And we cut backstage and we, uh, we have Crash asking Hardcore, are they up to the super heavyweight standards? And Holly's like, let's go get the scale. So we come back from commercial and the Outlaws are still in the ring, but the lights go out. Kane's music hits, but then it breaks it down. And here comes Kane and X-Pac. They're back together, guys. Uh, but uh, the Hollies come down and join commentary. I gotta say, I love Crash Holly and Hardcore Holly on the commentary. Hilarious. I didn't. Well, it's just more of the hilarious part of like Hardcore Holly's like, what the hell's going on? And you just hear, yeah, what the hell's going on from Crash? Just mimicking Hardcore Holly. Uh, match goes for a little bit, but then the Hollies get in the ring and fight both teams until they get beat up by both yeah, teams. Yeah, I wrote, Hollies attack does not go well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the. I like the Hollies together, but they're already making them jokes, and yeah. all of Hardcore Holly's momentum is dead. Yeah. And that sucks. But entertaining. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, we go backstage with the Rooster and with Mula and, and Mae Young as Mula says she's going to teach uh, Ivory a lesson, and Mae Young calls her a tramp. So our next match is an even gown match. Mm. Handicap match of May Young and Mula versus Ivory. Uh, May gets stripped to her bra and panties, and ugh. Mula then strips Ivory. Need I say more? Nope. Please don't. Okay, let's move on to GTV as we see Val Venus picking up Mr. Rocco out of the garbage can and puts in his pants. So Val stuffs. I always felt bad for Foley in this time frame because it's like, the Rock's supposed to be your biggest baby face, but he's such a dick. I mean, he just throws away the shit, doesn't give a fuck about anything. Which I think is, it's, honestly, it's the storyline. So, I mean, it's it's in character with the storyline. Yeah. But you feel like they could do more with Mick Foley than this. Even though, it, even though it's very entertaining and he's very good at it, it is a waste of him. Yeah. Um, let's go to our next match. As it's Battle of the Sexes. Jeff Jarrett, Tom Pritchard versus China. However, China comes out on stage and says, I will accept this match if Jarrett agrees to this. If China wins, she gets a rematch at No Mercy. And Jarrett agrees. Uh, Jarrett has China in the figure four, but Deborah then comes down to the ring and tries to pull him off. Miss Kitty gets into it with China, uh, Deborah and they begin to shove. Deborah and uh, Miss Kitty get into it and they go outside. China low blows. Jarrett. Pritchard then hits China with the guitar and leaves the ring, but China falls on to Jarrett for the three count. So at no mercy, round two, yep. China versus Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stone Cold comes out as he's joined commentary for the main event, as it's The Rock versus Triple H for the Dota F Championship for the... Course for a match. Yep. <laughs> Uh, they fight in the crowd. Triple H suplexes Rock on the outside. Triple H brings the chair in. Earl grabs it, but then Triple H punches Earl. Triple H hits the Rock with the chair. Triple H starts talking trash to Stone Cold. Austin runs in and starts beating up Triple H. Uh, Austin stuns Triple H, and then Triple H stumbles into a rock bottom. Everyone is done as uh, 
Everyone is down as Austin then goes back to commentary. Earl and Rock begin to move. Rock covers Triple H. And Earl is making the slow, er, they, as I put it, Earl is, ma- is making the most earliest count of all time. Fuck. Yep. So goddamn slow. It's one, two. It's it's infuriating. Uh, however, Earl, Earl has those like the MLB um man. They're there to see him. Like, we're not. We are for sure not. Yeah, we're definitely yeah. not here to see you. Uh, however, Bulldog comes down and attacks Triple H and The Rock. Raw ends with Triple H getting power slammed by the Bulldog. So, guys, before we move on, let me ask you this. What did you think of This Is Your Life? Since I do recall, Corey, you were saying you were dreading it. So, you want to go first? No, you okay. go first, please. I, uh, I did not like it as much as I did back then. But I also did not hate it. I still thought it was entertaining. Uh, Mick is really funny. So I was thinking about this earlier today. And to me, this segment is why... Or it's... Why I enjoy rewatching movies. Mm-hmm. I like saying the lines along. It's just yeah. fun for me. It's, so it's that kind of mindset for me with this segment. Um, I've seen... This is the first time in a long time I've seen the whole segment. I've seen highlights of it a bunch, but... It's been a long time since I've seen the full segment. Um, so like Joe, I was curious. I knew it was a long segment. So like I was looking at timestamps. And I was like, holy fuck. It did not feel that long to me. I know it went long, but I thought it actually went by pretty quickly to me. It did not feel like the full 22 minutes, whatever it was. No, I did a good job of um, going. And The Rock just becoming increasingly more annoyed. Just makes sense for the, the, the story they're telling. And Mick trying so hard to impress him and just being over the top with it. I enjoyed it, man. Uh, you know, like everything this company does, they've run this motherfucker into the ground since then. But, you know. I was dreading this yeah. a little bit. Because I was like, man. I, I really didn't want to come in here and just bury it. Mm-hmm. Which I thought I would. I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. Um, I thought it was okay back then. Mm-hmm. I was, I wouldn't say indifferent because I thought it was funny, but I wasn't like, I love this and, or I wasn't, I hate this. I was just like, yeah, it happened. It was fine. But in the years since I've gotten a negative viewpoint of it, mm-hmm. but watching it back, it wasn't bad. It went, I do think it went too long. Um, but it was, it was funny enough. I thought Foley was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I thought The Rock had really good lines. Um, yeah. I was, do I think... I Actually, I'm, I'm more on line of... It was fine. I don't mind it. I wouldn't want to see it every week. Yeah, no, God, um, Christ. But it was fine, and it did get a monster rating. However, uh, I'm just... I guess I'm more of a... Curmudgeon, maybe I would have still punished them, yeah. even with the gigantic rating. Yeah, you went egregiously over time. We had to cut people off the show, so even though it got the monster rating and they're your superstars, I'd still find them or something. They, weren't they punished in some way? I, I, I feel like I've heard the story. They 
Like, it wasn't crazy, but, like... I just think they had to buy beer for the boys or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's mixed like Jesus, dude. That could be... That could be fired, or... <laughs> that could be a huge bill. I gotta spend money. <laughs> yeah. Dark's like, The Rock has this. <laughs> uh, what about you, Joe? You don't I, give opinions anymore. I know, I don't. Uh, no, I, I don't care what Joe thinks. I enjoyed it. What'd I, you think, Joe? I liked it. It doesn't matter what you think. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, I, I, I did enjoy it. I liked it. It, it did go, it did go long, but, um, mankind was hilarious, and I liked the fact the Rock was like, "Come on, man, I got, I got a title match later on. Wrap it up." That's my only other complaint. Maybe I wouldn't have had it the same night the Rock has a title match, because I also yeah. got the feeling there was just too much Rock. That last time. Well, then like that last night that was too much Triple H. The yeah. only segment Rock was in, like if, yeah. he had, if he didn't have a match off, it was just that. Yep. There would have been, I would have maybe, because I did think it was like. Because you could still have a Rock do a dark match yeah. with the crowd. You it's too much Rock. To be on TV. It's too much Rock for one night. Uh, I would say the same thing if it was Austin. Yeah. Tri- and there was too much Triple H on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. You don't want to run him into the ground where people don't want to fucking see him. It's like that, that we talked about, you know, when Triple H came out five times with full entries, about the fifth one, they were like, don't care. Yep. Whatever. Yeah, I know. I enjoyed it. I thought they were both funny. What did you think about it back in the day? I think, I, uh, if I recall, I loved it. Because I'm a huge rock fan. Mm-hmm. And Mankind was hilarious. And I don't think, at that time, the 22 minutes, I don't think that mattered to me. I'm the, I'm the dumbass who's like... I want to know what match got cut. I want to know what was it. It was uh, probably like the Hardys against Edge I was and like, Christian. Who wasn't or, on know. the show? Probably an Edge and Christian match, maybe. Yeah, it probably wasn't anything super duper important, but I just yeah. still I want to be like, who got cut? Who got cut? Yeah. Uh, Corey, what are your friends? What did your friends think about it back then? Um, were your friends with you, or were they opposite of you? No, nah, they most they liked it. For the, they were huge rock fans. Okay. So like, I how do I? I'm a rock fan. Were you an Austin guy more? I'm an Austin then? guy. You were. I'm still an uh, yeah. Austin Rock yeah. split. Yeah. I'm still an Austin guy overall, but I was a Rock fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were like super Rock fans. Yeah, um, and they fucking loved it, and it was good. Um, Should have had the match though. So because we could have gotten a, to be honest, we could have gotten an without a Triple H match too. That would have been fine. Yeah. So this Rock and Sock connection. We're going to go to the rating, shall we? Yeah. This let's do rock it. and sock connection rating for this 22 minutes got a the highest segment in WWEF history mm-hmm. at an 8.4 mm-hmm. for that 22 minutes. Yep. That is crazy. 8.4. 8.4% of households were watching that segment. This is your life. And you know what? That kind of pisses me off. Yeah. And that kind of makes me hate the segment more. Yeah. Because unfortunately, the, you know, WWE fans are the worst. Check it out. It's an enjoyable little bit. But however, that monster rating, what does that do? That just feeds into Vince's shit of, hey, we don't need to be wrestling. We need to be entertainment. So we're shooting ourselves in the foot. Yeah. That's my personal opinion. That's fair. Yeah. Like, that's fine. But overall ratings, let's go okay. back a week, shall we? WCW got a 3.1, and WWF got a 6.1. This week, WCW went down to a 3. Yeah. W- WWF 
Six point eight. God damn it! Jesus Christ! They almost got a seven. Woo! Yep. Jesus. Mm. They almost tripled. Almost. <laughs> God damn it, brother! That'd be interesting, actually. If at any point they triple their rating, I bet they do. But I bet at some point it does. You will find out later on yeah. in, in, as the years go by. But let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Let's go to the award show. Let's start it off with best match. Tim and Zach goes. Uh-huh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Which was okay. It wasn't yeah. the greatest match there in the wasn't, world. There wasn't a blow-away match in no. that I didn't ask a show of the night, but it's just going to be Raw. Oh, it's Raw. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. Raw by a lot. Yep. So we're going to do best matches, Kidman and Psychosis. What's the worst match? Evening Gown match. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's, uh, it's everything that Corey's right about in the Attitude Era. <laughs> yeah. fucking match right there. Hunt yep. your dreams forever. Uh, who is your MVP? P. Corey? Let me think. Let me think. Okay. Boo? Mankind. Yeah, I'm going with Mankind. Him throwing the party, getting it all set up, and doing the lines. Yeah. Like, if 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 this is your life didn't happen, I was going to go with Moses. <laughs> Moses! Moses! <laughs> but... <laughs> It's Foley. So it's Yurple. Got it. Yurple! Yeah. I like you. <laughs> Don't you ever touch the Rock shirt again when putting <laughs> stupid-ass stickers on. <laughs> Who is your motive? Hulk Hogan. <sighs> Fuck you, dude. You fucking piece of shit. And then, by the way, Hulk Hogan, I just want you to realize that David Flair had two segments on this show. And, and it's you're still, still you, it. you fucking piece of shit. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> the Revolution. <laughs> Sagging all of revolution. Yeah, fuck at him. this point, his stain is all over all of them. Jesus, Jane, we can't get fast enough. <laughs> um, my motive is us for having to have to watch the evening out match. Oh God! So Corey, uh, WTF? Yeah. That segment, it should, it was fine, but it shouldn't have gotten eight point four, like. There's been a ton of shit happening on Raw the last year that deserves a better rating than this thing. Like, us fans, we're, we're the shits. <laughs> Bingo. Uh, Booble? Why, in God's name, are the filthy animals heels? What are right? they doing? Because to... What in f- and, like, you can't even say it's these revolutionary faces because they're not. So... You don't take a group that looks like that and wrestles like that and make them heels. What the fuck are you doing? Because to a group of old white men who run the business, young, hip, Latino dudes uh, have got to be heels, right? Just look at them. What about Kidman? He's white. He's with the Mexican. Damn it. Flawed my logic. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck are we doing, dude? Like, this is clearly... Your best baby faces. What are we... What the fuck? In fact, you're not using them near enough. Like, just... They should be all over the show. Everywhere. No, David Flores. Uh, my WTF is, what in God's green earth are you making us watch a evening gal match with two women in their 70s? Because Vince finds it hilarious when the old women get beat up. 
And nude? Yeah. He thinks it's funny. <sighs> he <sighs> thinks it's funny. He would literally pitch all the time for ways to embarrass Moolin Young because he would just fucking ye- laugh uncontrollably the entire time. <laughs> no. Get rid of that rumble. <laughs> so this bren- brings an end to the horror. To the horror? To the horror of oh, the horror. 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 Uh this brings an end to this week's episode Steve, of the you obviously don't know your daughter. <laughs> brings an end to this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. We have the midweek war stories coming up as we're leading to our next pay-per-view war stories. It's been such a long time, but we're yeah. gonna be back on pay-per-view this next week with Rebellion. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you can go back to the pay-per-view or stories to listen to our thoughts of this past WWF pay-per-view Unforgiven. You can listen to all of our podcasts at nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can find all of our podcasts. And you can also listen to our, to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>